0: Time grows short. Do not let it go to waste. Hello and welcome to episode, what I'm calling episode 100 and a half of One Man Watchpoint, and Overwatch podcast. Now this is of course a podcast where we talk about everything going on in the wonderful world of Overwatch, but I have to call this half an episode because of course I'm quite sick right now. Uh, I came down with something last night and uh, it has not gone away yet, but I had to record something because we've had a lot of news dropping over the past couple of weeks. So, this is normally an Overwatch podcast where we talk about everything going on in the wonderful world of Overwatch as it's taken place over the past two weeks or during the Overwatch League season, the past one week. However, this episode is going to be a little shorter than normal. So, what I'm actually going to do normally, I would break down all these news stories, I would read them out to you as I've collected them from around the web. In today's episode, I'm going to maybe give you a brief summary and point you in the direction of said articles. However, I'm not actually going to read the entire article because I don't think my voice will last that long. Now, I've got a package of halls next to me, and I'm going to be popping these as we go. If you hear me sucking that back, I apologize. Uh, but uh, it's just what we got to deal with this episode. So again, I'm calling this episode 100 and a half or 100.5. Uh, I hope you still enjoy it, even if it is a bit of a shorter episode, but nevertheless, I wanted to get something out there. So, enough with all that. Let me get on with the show. Now, we'll take it from the top here. This is an Overwatch podcast where we talk about everything going on in the wonderful world of Overwatch. Now, if you're a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. I appreciate you as always. Um, Shout out to a few people who I've been talking to Quite a bit lately, as we've had some announcements on the uh, Toronto Defiant side um, of the Overwatch League. But if you're a new listener, first of all, welcome and thank you very much. I'd love to know how you found me. And if you'd like to tell me, head on over to Twitter.com and reach out to me at SirDrJM. That's SirDrJM. I'm actually that on all socials, so you can follow me wherever you want. But Twitter is the best way to get in touch with me, tweet at me, or DM me over there. I'd love to interact with you. If you have questions, comments, concerns, topics, inquiries, whatever you'd like to hear me talk about on the show, bring it to me there and I will bring it up on the show. Now, as I mentioned, we've got a lot to cover and I'm hoping this will be a shorter episode so my voice is still here by tomorrow. Um, So let's get back in there. You can, of course, find this podcast on all your favorite podcast services out there, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc., etc. So give us a follow, leave us a review, and tell your friends and all that jazz. And of course, if you enjoy what you hear today, You can also catch me over on the Ready, Set, Pwn podcast, available on podcast services everywhere. Ready, Set, Pwn is your premier source for everything Vancouver Titans and Toronto Defiant, as well as Canadian Overwatch action. Now, I do want to highlight, we've actually got some exciting interviews upcoming on the Ready, Set, Pwn podcast, of course if you are listening over there, you've heard a few of these teased. However, uh, just to officially pull back the curtain just a tiny bit, uh, we will be talking to Sean Miller, uh, shortly here in the next coming days. It sounds like we've also got an interview lined up with Baroy, the GM of the Vancouver Titans. Carrying on from there, we've got an interview with one of our favorite, a regular on the show or a regular recurring guest, I should say, um, Adam Gray's, Adam Adamu, sorry, at Grayson on Twitter, uh, one of the uh, head honchos over at Overactive Media, the parent company of the Toronto Defiant. I believe he's chief chief strategy officer is what his Twitter there says. Um, so anyways, uh, one of one of our favorite guests to have on. He's always a good conversation. Uh, but Adam will be coming by the show. We've also, it sounds like, got an interview lined up with Casores, of course, the newly announced uh, head coach for the Toronto Defiant. And finally, we even have an interview cooking with everyone's favorite, Papa Punk. Uh, of course, that would be the dad of Punk, the uh, tank over on the Vancouver Titans. So if you are listening to this podcast, you better get yourself lined up on the Ready, Set, Pwn podcast as well, because we have some very exciting interviews coming up over there. And special shout out as well. I've actually been in- invited, sorry, to join another podcast, the Realm Maintenance podcast for an upcoming episode. Um, I think partially to talk Overwatch and partially to uh celebrate a little bit of one man watchpoint love as of course we had our 100th episode last week um obviously I did not want episode 101 to uh to be the 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 short the sick episode so that's why we're calling it 100.5 now then enough with all that i think we've got a show to cover so let's dive on here. swift as the wind Okay, so as I talked about at the top of the show there, I'm not actually going to be doing the normal rigmarole where I, you know, tell you where an article's from and read through the whole article, and then we break it down and discuss. Um, I will be referencing a few articles here, so I'll be sure to mention the name, uh, the source, who wrote it, and all that stuff the day it was published. Um, But as I'm not actually going to read the article to you, I highly encourage you to seek these articles out if you want all the details i'm not going to cover everything i'm just going to kind of give a bit of a summary and uh some of my quick thoughts because again i want to be alive tomorrow so first things first before we get into the articles a bit of a psa of course as of recording it is uh tuesday february 21st which means by the time you're listening to this at the earliest it will be february 22nd um and, of course, we are in the final week of our uh, Valentine's event uh, with respect to Overwatch 2. So uh, the Cupid event is going on right now. I, of course, uh, did get my challenges in. I believe I've unlocked, uh, uh, if not everything, I've, I've completed just about every challenge. I've unlocked the two skins that were included for completing, I believe it was four and six of the event challenges. Um Of course, this is the first event that they actually change the system where you don't have to exclusively play the uh, Valentine's event just to unlock these things. It's uh, more general, so it's, you know, whatever. Um, I don't even have a good example because I completed the challenges relatively easily. Um, They're a lot more general. It's, you know, uh, deal or uh, 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 boost X amount of damage. Um, You know, heal or whatever, X amount of health, all that kind of stuff. So it's a lot more general um, with those ones that unlock the skins simply being uh, complete four of the uh, event challenges or complete six of the event challenges. Uh, And you get the... uh, I forget what the skins are called exactly, but you get a Zenyatta skin and a Lucio skin. So I do have both of those. Uh, So get in there, make sure you're getting those rewards. And of course, the limited time uh, dating sim lover watch is also available now through the end of february so make sure if you are interested in a dating sim where you can either as far as i understand it woo mercy or genji uh, with a little bit of help from cupid hanzo then make sure you get in there it is browser-based of course so you can do it from any computer um, i have not yet jumped in there i do pardon me i'm choking on my holes i do want to uh, but uh, I'm actually kind of saving it. I think my wonderful wife may be interested in going through it with me, so uh, I'm trying to find some time to get in there and do it with her. But I digress. Get in there. Make sure you get your Valentine's rewards and challenges complete. Um, and the Loverwatch uh, challenge, of course, does have a secret ending, which I believe unlocks a an intro or a highlight. I'm not sure which, uh, for Hanzo in-game. So PSA, make sure you get those in there before the event ends. Now, let's move on to some news. So, now, of course, the first and arguably biggest story we have to talk about here was posted on February 8th, just a couple days after our 100th episode went up. Of course, the 100th episode was titled The Blizzard Episode, because we had just a ton of news dropping from Blizzard, and uh, it actually did not stop with with this next article. Um, So the article was posted on OverwatchLeague.com by the Overwatch League, of course, on February 8th, and was titled Community Update 2023, Overwatch League Season Format. So this was the big unveiling of the season format. Um, of course, they actually put it up there with with this article, but they also posted a community update uh, video featuring Zoe and Sean Miller, of course, VP of the League, who, as I mentioned, will be appearing on Ready, Set, Poem very shortly here. Um, but it was uh, chock full of information in, you know, packed into a, I want to say, seven-minute package. Wow, even shorter than that five-minute package. I just uh, I just hit play on the the YouTube video there. Packed into a five-minute and twelve-second package, they basically unveiled the entire format of the league. Um, you can see, you know, Sean is just beaming about it. Soe, uh, of course, is interviewing him, and she's happy as ever. But Sean is very excited to unveil uh, the latest details about the season format. So again, definitely. Oh, I forgot, Mister. Mr. X was also for, uh, featured in the video. Uh, he He's kind of edited in there, though. He wasn't in the actual interview. So anyways, um, definitely go check out this article because it's very exciting stuff. And there is a lot crammed into that five minutes, as I mentioned there. But the nitty gritty of it, of course, we've got the actual season format. So looking at things here, there's, of course, going to be an East and West region again. Things will kick off in March with... Uh, Just in the West, a Pro-Am tournament leads into an April actual, you know, real, I guess air quotes, start of real start of the league, uh, where we have a spring stage that leads into a mid-season madness tournament in June. Then, of course, we have a summer stage uh, running July through August. Um, And in August, we eventually get to our uh, Overwatch League Grand Champ play-ins with our Grand Finals coming in October so just to recap that was sort of starting march running through october but really you know the real start of the league starting april running through october um so very interesting stuff there uh only two sort of stages in air quotes this this time around um and of course only two major tournaments one being the mid-season madness and the other being the actual grand finals playoffs um why does all this matter? Well, it's a bit of a change since our last season, of course. We are used to having, in fact, since our last couple of seasons, we're used to having um, four stages in a uh, in a season, each one culminating with a uh, sort of mini tournament, if you will, um, of course, with our uh, fourth and final stage, not actually having that tournament, but then rolling into play-ins and grand finals. So In this new format, obviously, we're dropping it down to two stages. They are longer than the previous stages. And then, of course, we have these two major tournaments. Both tournaments will be international, which is very exciting. Um, But a sort of large uh, takeaway as well is that they've done away with the league point system. So in the past, each of these stages, you know, you'd be, if you got a win, you'd get a certain number of points. Um, If you lost, you would not. And of course, if you made it into those uh, stage uh, tournaments, then you would get, bonus points for making it in for going farther for winning it all etc cetera, etc cetera. so they're doing away with the league point system uh, which does kind of I think in my mind feed into this uh, longer and larger stage format um, one of the I think drawbacks to all of this is that these international tournaments uh, especially the midseason madness isn't in my opinion, quite a madness tournament. Um, I know a number of people have talked about this, but I believe they said only six teams will qualify for that. Um, So that's a little bit of a bummer just because that's not nearly as big as many of the other tournaments have been. Now, I think they're obviously trying to scale that back because I'm sure those tournaments were expensive and uh, a lot of overhead, not just for the teams, but for the league itself. Um, Obviously, in the past, those had been Uh, I'm not even sure how many teams qualified. I want to say maybe somewhere in the range of 10. Um, and obviously they would start on a Thursday and run through, I believe a Sunday or no, were they starting on like a Tuesday? I want to say they were starting on a Tuesday running through Saturday. So that is a lot of infrastructure required on both teams and the league, uh, in order to support something like that. It kind of, now again, to my point, It sucks that they are scaling down to six teams only, but of course that is just the midseason Madness Tournament. Yes, it's going to be international, so we'll at least have teams qualifying from the Eastern Region as well as the West, Um, but overall, I mean, it's all leading up to the Grand Finals, which will again be international. Um, I'm not sure if they've really gone into the format of the uh, Grand Finals and how many teams will qualify and things like that, but overall... I like this format. I'd like to see more teams qualify there. Um, they've talked about the number of games each team will play or will will have to play, kind of thing outside of the tournaments. Um, I believe it's down this year from last, which is kind of a middle ground from the season prior. Where the season prior, I mean, I think our bottom teams were playing four four games a uh, a stage, um, and I think last season every team was guaranteed to play somewhere in the range of ten to twelve. Um, and this year, I believe each team is going to be guaranteed playing uh, eight games. So again, they're, they're still kind of playing with the format. They're still kind of finding what works best and, and how to really make this successful. So uh, some you know interesting changes, some important changes, some not so great changes, but overall really exciting to hear. Now, what we really want to hear about uh, is two new things that are happening in the Uh, this upcoming Overwatch League season. So one, East Region Reconstruction. So they announced that the uh, South Korean, Asian Pacific, and Australia, New Zealand will have their own tournament to allow a few teams to compete in the Overwatch League. So of course, this means we could potentially have a contenders team winning the Grand Finals. Um there is a lot that is going into that. Um, so again, definitely check out this article and uh, go look at the actual bullet by bullet breakdown of how it's going to work. Because there's, I am vastly oversimplifying it in in my short summary there. Um, but nonetheless, very exciting to see uh, contenders teams getting involved, especially in the East, where, of course, we have traditionally seen that, uh, you know, disparity between the two regions, right with, uh, I think it's, Is it 12 teams in the West and then eight in the East? Um, No, I think it's even more drastic than that. I think it was 13 in the West and then seven in the East. So really exciting that they're kind of balancing things out a little bit there. And of course, giving some of the talent out there the opportunity to uh, rise through the ranks, if you will. Now, on the flip side of that, we have the West Region Pro-Am, which is that tournament kicking off in March. So this is where I said the league kind of starts in March, but really starts in April. So what starts in March is the Pro-Am tournament in the West. So in that, we're going to see North American and EMEA, which is Europe, Middle East, and Africa, uh, teams having their own tournaments competing to uh, to win some money. I believe they're gonna, there's a, a prize pot of $100,000. I'm not sure if that's just to the winner or that's a pool. Um... But in any re- in any case, it's very exciting to see. Um, I'm just looking at a breakdown here. Uh, I'm not sure if those teams have the opportunity to play in the Overwatch League as well, just to kind of, oh yeah, there we go, opp- opportunity to compete against Overwatch League teams. So it's a little bit ambiguous right now how each of these things is really going to work. I'm not sure. I mean, I've heard a lot of people talk about it and none of them have really made it super clear to me how exactly it's going to break down. But really exciting nonetheless to see the league really embracing their tier two scene of course um and uh and trying to support them in a new way which is something that we've long since heard complaints about you know the fact that contenders was basically just put out to die so really exciting to see this support coming from the league now again if you're interested in the nitty-gritty details at all head on over to overwatchleague.com check out this article community update 2023 overwatch league season format posted on february 8th to get the full breakdown now, as I mentioned, that's a big article there. I could have spent way more time on that, but let's move along here. We're going to now head on over to DottySports.com with an article on February 8th as well, this time by Liz Richardson. And this one I just want to shout out because it actually expands on what I was just talking about, so the Pro-Am tournament and, and things like that. Um, so if you're interested, go check out this article by Liz Richardson. It's titled Overwatch League Returns in March with, quote, Open Ecosystem and Pro-Am Tournament. Again, this is Liz Richardson, February 8th on Dotesports.com. She just kind of really breaks down things into a sort of more digestible format. Um, as always, I'm a big fan of Liz's writing and, and how she presents things. I think she really boils it down nicely for everyone. So go check that out. Shout out to that article. The next thing I want to talk about is going to come from thegamehouse.com. This time, again, February 8th, but posted by Brian Rockwood. And this article reads, Los Angeles Valiant announced their return to the West for the OWL 2023 season. So, boiling this article down, this is, of course, exactly as it sounds. Back on February 8th, the the Los Angeles Valiant tweeted out, We are pleased to announce that the LA Valiant will be competing in the West division for the 2023 Overwatch League season. So, I wanted to bring this up because who knows what is going on with that org. I mean absolutely crazy that this has happened um obviously it was hugely controversial when i believe it's immortal immortals gaming who owns the los angeles valiant i believe there were rumors that they were looking to sell the org um there were rumors that it was a partnership with the chinese uh company to move the team over to the eastern region um I don't think we ever really found out what happened because, you know, for all intents and purposes, they had a almost a complete roster signed and announced and everything back when they made the move. And here they are jumping back to the West. So, you know, who knows what's going on over there. But anyways, go check out this article. It dives into a little bit about what happened back in, I believe it was, was it 2020? Uh... It was, yes, the roster was set at the end of the 2020 season. So it was heading into 2021 that uh, everything happened. So controversial move when they moved to the East. Controversial moving back to the West, but maybe not as controversial because at least they didn't have a team this time. But anyways, go check out this article to find out all the details. Moving on from there, uh, I have a bit of a summary here. This is uh, a section dedicated to the Overwatch World Cup. So, of course, um, as we know, the Overwatch World Cup is coming back this year for its uh, its return season since I want to say what 2019 was the last time we had an Overwatch World Cup, um, and teams have started announcing their their uh, their uh, what what do I call it uh, their, their staff lineup. So not necessarily their rosters yet. I think that's uh, still largely to be decided. There's lots of tryouts and things like that that are ongoing, but uh, a few teams have announced their staff. So first things first, we have Team UK announcing. Uh, their general manager is TASMO, of course, GM of the Dallas Fuel. Their head coach is Christopher, of course, head coach of the London Spitfire. And taking the lead on their socials is someone by the name of, uh, well, their Twitter handle at handle at least is at 29x69, 29 by 69, perhaps. Um, I believe their Twitter profile says their name is T. I had never heard of them, but their uh, profile there says that, uh, they do socials for the eternal so of course what once was the paris eternal and is now the vegas eternal so exciting stuff there um glad to see that that's from the at seven lions ow account which is of course the team uk overwatch account so very exciting to hear that moving on from there of course hitting a little closer to home we have the team canada announcement so the at team canada ow account over on twitter posted this on February 15th. They said introducing our Team Canada committee for the Overwatch World Cup 2023. Head coach is of course at Danny OW's, Danny of course being uh assistant coach on the Atlanta Reign. Uh I don't know if he I don't think he is still but uh, previously. The general manager is of course Chibi or Lena, of course, uh player manager and team ops for the Vancouver Titans. If you are a member of the Vancouver Titans, you definitely know this name. Uh she is oh, very active in uh, their Discord and in their scene. So you definitely know Chibi. And their social lead is, of course, Fareha, um, who is currently a content creator with the Toronto Defiant. And again, if you're a member of the Toronto Defiant community, you definitely know Fariha. So very exciting stuff there. Um, really awesome to see. You can definitely you definitely get the feel that uh, the Team Canada committee is maybe slanted a little bit more towards uh, maybe maybe the Toronto Defiant side of things, even though, of course, we have uh, Lena representing the Vancouver Titans. Um, but just their branding, their overall look and things like that, you can definitely tell it's a—it's a little got a little bit of influence there from the Toronto Defiant. Uh, so interesting stuff there. Very exciting. Um, exciting to see some familiar faces. Uh, I wasn't too familiar with Danny, actually. I didn't realize that uh, Atlanta's head coach was, of course, uh, Canadian. But, of course, very exciting to see the other two mentioned there. And finally, our last one comes by way of the at USAOWWC. That's the USA Overwatch World Cup account on Twitter. And it reads, introducing your 2023 USA Overwatch World Cup committee general manager is, of course, Albert Yeh, the GM of the Florida Mayhem. And I believe he's uh, director of operations or something like that at Misfits Gaming, the uh, the org that owns, of course, the Florida Mayhem. Head coach is of course Gator, the head coach of the Atlanta Reign, and social lead is Bro Uwak, who is of course a streamer, YouTuber, TikToker, et cetera, et cetera, content creator, extraordinaire, um, heavily involved with uh, with Overwatch. So, very exciting stuff to hear that as well. And that is what I have for the Overwatch World Cup announcements. Now, I know there have been some other announcements. Um, Special shout out to. The Belgium Overwatch World Cup account. So this is, of course, at Belgium OWWC, uh, who I saw also announced their uh, their Overwatch World Cup team. Of course, uh, Kevin or Kev H is the general manager uh, who created Ex Oblivione, a contenders team. Um, I'm not actually familiar with their uh, coach, who goes by. Uh, the Weevil or Weevil. Um, But I am a big fan of their social lead, who is, of course, Deemsies. So uh, Deemsies is someone that I have followed on uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, on all socials for a long time. Um, He is actually uh, maybe more known as the Omnic Post um, or Omnic Weekly is one of his podcasts. Uh, He's a content creator around the Overwatch scene who, again, Uh, I think puts out one of the the highest quality uh, uh, Overwatch content out there. So a special shout out to them. Very excited to see that announcement as well. Um, And of course, uh, you know, just keep your eyes open for more Overwatch World Cup news as it comes. Moving on from there, we're going to head on back to the Overwatch League proper, where, of course, on February 28th, it was announced that Violet will be leaving the San Francisco Shock, officially announced, and joining, of course the houston outlaws so very very interesting stuff here of course the shock tweeted out a goodbye piece uh goodbye post whatever um and then very shortly after the houston outlaws tweeted out a uh the final piece of the puzzle please welcome at violet ow to hashtag outlaws nation so outlaws looking like they have a killer 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 support lineup now with uh violet and Shu, of course coming over from the los angeles gladiators but uh very exciting stuff um, really kind of surprising to hear that Violet is not staying with the shock organization. I really kind of thought uh, he might stick with Coach Krusty, maybe move into a uh, player coach uh, role. But, you know, if the guy wants to play, the guy wants to play. And of course, uh, I, I'm sure he secured the bag moving over there as well. So there is that. Now, the only other thing I want to mention here, of course, um, there was a recent uh, live stream. Uh, where the the uh, some of the overwatch devs uh talked about a lot of stuff coming a lot of different things in the game um and a lot of the changes that they've been making and everything like that. Now, I don't have too much of a summary of that stuff, but I do want to highlight just a couple of little things here. Um, One, I'll just get this out of the way, some Overwatch 2 patch notes, of course, have dropped. Uh, I saw this just as I was starting to record, so I haven't dug into them yet, but uh, always exciting when we get a new patch and hopefully some, uh, maybe a few more dramatic changes coming out here. But Ultimately, I have a feeling nothing too ground-shaking ground or anything like that. But the other thing I wanted to mention is that Blizzard uh, changed the legacy token color to silver. That's right, the legacy tokens, uh, Overwatch credits, I believe they were, were white. And of course, the premium currency, Overwatch Coins, were more of a gold or yellow color. Now, of course, uh, the game has gone through some tweaks with season three and more to come in season four. But with season three, they kind of made some big changes to uh, being able to redeem those uh, Overwatch coins. Sorry, I got to make sure I get it right now. Not Overwatch coins. Uh, Overwatch credits. Yes, coins is the premium currency. Coins is the gold one. Credits is the old one. Ooh, that rhymed. I like that. Anyways, um, so they're actually tweaking the color of the Overwatch credits, the legacy currency. They're now making it silver, so there's a, um, you know, more of a distinction between the gold premium currency and the silver, uh, not so premium currency, legacy currency, if you will. So, anyways, uh, as I talked about on last uh, episode, I'm a big fan of the fact that they are making it so that uh, credits are actually useful again. You can actually earn some again uh, to get some of those, you know, less new less shiny less exciting uh, skins and things like that but of course uh, with that come some other tweaks like this change to the color so there you have it now that was a bit of a marathon for me i'm out of breath from all this i think i've downed five halls already and it's only been 27 minutes so i'm gonna call the episode here now i, I did have a few other articles kind of kicking around Um, but again, I don't want to push it too hard. So again, this is, this is episode 100 and a half, right? It's not a full episode. It's not a, it doesn't qualify as an episode 101. Uh, this is just a little, little tidbit, little, little bit in there to whet your appetite. Uh, and especially because of course I will be a part of a number of those interviews, um, that, uh, Ready, Set, Pwn will be doing that I talked about at the top of the show. And of course I will also be on the, uh, Realm Maintenance podcast shortly here, so I want to make sure I'm in top form for those. So, with that, I want to thank you very much for listening to episode 100 and a half, 100.5 of One Man Watchpoint. One Man Watchpoint is, of course, an Overwatch podcast where we talk about everything going on in the wonderful world of Overwatch. Once again, if you're a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. Please do spread the good word of One Man Watchpoint. Ready, set, Pwn, and of course, special shout out to the Realm Maintenance podcast and spread the good word of sir dr jm that's me at sir D R J M. you can follow me on all socials but especially on twitter where you can reach out to me with questions comments concerns topics inquiries whatever you've got for me to talk about on the show you can of course find this podcast and other podcasts on all your favorite podcast services out there spotify apple Podcasts, google podcast etc cetera, etc cetera. so give us a follow leave us a review tell your friends and all that jazz and of course i'll read out your review on the air if you do leave us a review but of course five stars only five stars only we like five stars around here with that I'll end it here. This has been episode 100.5. Thanks so much for listening. You have my thanks.